when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hey, we're back. How was your trip? Oh my gosh. My trip was a trip. Like a trip. It was um, I don't know. Like oh, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you did you see this great country of ours? Well, I saw because if so, you were in the wrong country. I saw a country. <laughs> I saw I saw a country. Because so, if so, I'm, I'm glad you had so much fun in Canada. I saw a country divided. I saw a different country than the country I live in. How about that? Um, the country of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really eye opening. I mean, there's one I thing to, to to read a lot of you know news and hear a lot of things about the differences in culture as you travel into the red states but it's another thing to travel through them for three weeks and um i'll tell you this i i got my eyes opened and and not in the, the way you, you mean might... you mean you voted for trump is what yeah, you're saying yeah i'm kind of raging trumper no um you know like to the point where like a small town montana pregnant woman at the true value not wearing a mask sure sure and like you would be easy for me to go into that situation and go what a stupid idiot how could she be so blind but the whole culture no one's wearing a mask like we were the only ones wearing a mask in that store we got out very quickly for obvious reasons but it made me actually sit and think these people cannot be all stupid like i don't believe that's true so what is the culture what is the motivator what is the you know thinking going on i just refuse to believe that there's that many stupid people in our country um, I I might be wrong, but I don't think that's well, true. I mean, so I tried to get in like, my head. Like stupid, stupid is kind is kind of a vague concept, right? Well, no, how about naive? That naive yeah. to think that they're going to be fine, and then that's not going not going to kill their grandparents. Like, so I, I actually started to think, like, what are the deeper reasons why people do, act the way that they act? And I actually came out of it, believe it or not, uh, feeling a lot more empathy for people really? in the country. Okay. I did, which is not what I... That sounds, that sounds like a great topic for our comedy show. Let's hear more <laughs> about that. Oh, well, anyway. So we have our, like, you know, 30 seconds of serious talk. Yeah. Uh, besides that, there were great things that happened on the trip. Yellowstone is fantastic. It's like oh, being... yeah. I believe you texted me from Yellowstone and I said, uh, remember an, a, a geyser is just earth jizz yes something like that. yes he said something like that exactly i read it to april and april was like ew um <laughs> and <laughs> um our, our our world is amazing our our the yellowstone is one of the most fantastic places on on the earth it's truly incredible and i've been to iceland and seen some really crazy things in iceland but yellowstone is it's got it all man it's it's i, as, I mean as, like that's why their slogan is yellowstone way better than iceland it way better than iceland uh it delivers um so that was pretty damn cool missoula montana is a lovely little blue dot i'm sorry can we retake that red. there uh slogan is uh, suck my reikia dick Wow, that is exactly. It's a little hard. It doesn't roll off the tongue, if you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, they're still working on that one. Uh, what else can I tell you? Um, I feel no, really... they're not still working on it. They've decided on that one. And, <laughs> Sorry, and they're very proud. Of it. <laughs> um, uh, I have become like lived up to all my butch fantasies. Like uh-huh. I can use an air compressor now to blow out lines, and that's not sexual innuendo. 
Oh, like this is like like when your when your like trailer hoses get clogged or something. I'm making this up. Please, please say more, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly what you okay. just said. Great, because <laughs> that's the thing. I would have been so helpful on this trip. You would have been in a no, fetal position in the corner. <laughs> there was no, so... but I think like inside the trailer, it was probably nice, right? Uh, you would think so, except for when I went uh, went over a curb in a parking lot and um, a, a basket of wine and oil on a top shelf of a cabinet uh, pro- was projectilely launched out of the cabinet into the wall on the opposite side of the RV, <gasps> broke all the glass, and then lubed our entire length of our RV with oil and wine. I mean, I... I'm, I mean, at olives, it was dinner, but, you know... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I can't decide if this sounds great or terrible or both. <laughs> so, so we just took salmon fillets and sent them down the length of the RV and then cooked uh, them at the end. And, and, like, and, like, he did... You, like, sous vide You turned the inside of your RV into, into a sous vide chamber. Basically. Right? Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. So like that, you blow out the hoses. You heat it up to like a nice like one one fifty five. We also had the um, really lucky um, misfortune of (laughs) developing a leak in our bathroom during a rainstorm. That sounds great. But the leak dripped into the toilet bowl. Oh, I thought you meant the the leak was coming from the toilet. No, we oh, a, oh. a leak in the roof. Oh, I see. Oh, that sounds great. But it dripped into our toilet bowl. It was it perfectly was, it was lined like up. God was peeing into your <laughs> RV. I mean, if you're going to have a leak, have it over the toilet yeah. bowl. We didn't even have to put a bucket under it. There was a bucket underneath it. A honey bucket. Yeah, exactly. So there was that. Um, we had a fan break. We had a um, a solar con- control panel break. Um, we our lights flickered, and we still don't know why. Oh, that's ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, wait, you had a, you had a solar I, panel. I, I, yeah, a solar panel controller box broke, so the solar panels. So were, you did not have a solar panel. Okay. No, we had the solar panel. Yeah, solar panel. It just wasn't connected to anything working. <laughs> it was connected to a broken box, which means that all the energy was going into this empty space. Like, hello, here's the sun's energy, and then there's no message getting to the batteries. Okay, got it. Yep. I mean, I, I really dumbed that down. <laughs> so, like, how did you charge your phone? Uh, the char- the the when we were on connected to what's called shore power, which is when you plug oh, it, you like plug, plug in the, RV to, to the, the mains. That's what they call it. <laughs> well, it's also main. what you get when you're at a restaurant and you don't want an appetizer. That's right. Because <laughs> if you want an appetizer, they don't allow you to order a main course. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, the first day uh, we were supposed to go to the Metal Valley, which is for out of towners, about four hours from Seattle. But when we got to the place to pick up our RV, the converter died. So then they had to put in a new converter. And then when we went to have my inaugural wheel out with my very first time towing, the tires. Uh, I remember my inaugural <laughs> wheel out. It was awkward, but like everyone ended up having a good time. Uh, the tire seized up. That happened to you too. Yeah, <laughs> tell uh, me about it. And then they had to put it up on its jack, and they had to put anti seize into the tire. What, so I, I don't. What is? Don't actually. You know what? I don't want it. It looks like really thick lube. Anyway. Okay. So then we rolled out four hours later, and then we couldn't, of course, go to the Metal Valley. So we went to the charming destination, distant destination of the Issaquah RV. <laughs> okay, so it's like fifteen minutes, fifteen miles. From, yeah. <laughs> yes. We can't. We and then we were supposed to be in just pull throughs. When um, I'm sure you'll come up with some nasty joke for that, but yeah. Uh, I'll, no, I was just going <laughs> to pretend I knew what it was. Uh, 
it's kind of what it sounds like you kind of just you don't have to back up your you know 27 foot trailer into a tight space you know what i'm saying so we had a pull throughs are like for easier and they're good for newbies like me but of course we didn't have choices because we had to stay in Isqua that night so of course it's a backup so last story i'll tell and then we'll get to our book is that uh, my very first time backing a 27 foot trailer into a tight spot there was a family all sitting out in their chairs right where my where i needed to be <laughs> and so i rolled down the window and i said your your, your evening's entertainment just rolled in <laughs> i've never uh, i've never done this before uh, you might want to move your chairs did they enjoy it did they, they moved all, did they their all, like, chairs. They were very supportive. They even did a little um, clap when I successfully got it into the space. Oh, that's great. Felt... Did you did you eat any good fast food? I think that would yes. be my favorite part of, yes. of being out on the road is like eating there like a regional fast food chain. Or um, even like a, like a, you know, any fast food yeah, chain, really. You know, I have that stupid garlic allergy, which really limits yeah. my ability to enjoy food everywhere. But but one thing that I can I can always eat as a burger, so because yeah. there's never real garlic on a burger except in, at fast food. So I got a couple In and Outs. I got a couple Smash Burgers. Yes. Um, yeah, In and Out is is it's always pleases always pleases. Uh, yeah, I always enjoy it. Yeah. So um, and Smash Burger was pretty good too. So I was I was pretty happy with those choices. All was, right. Yeah. Could All right. you we get to, please recap because I oh, haven't looked at the book yes. in a, in a month. Yes, I will recap. Could I have looked at it today for the purpose of recapping? Yes. Did I? No. I don't think we need to recap um, Ball's Apocalypse, where the balls no, were I, I shooting, that. shooting out of the whatever. So the next chapter was basically uh, um, uh, Trev meets with his father, Sterling, and Bentley. And Sterling right. uh, just basically says, like, listen, this this PR, you know, it's it's not good for biz. They're, they named you as, like, the son of Reading Capital, blah, blah, blah. This woman is is, you know, making you look bad and therefore making me look bad. And then... Here's her lease. She's on a month to month. Um, you know, I, I don't like the your... month to month commercial lease. <laughs> right. Which is like we both decided it was completely non-existent. Um, and then he basically said, like, listen, I don't like your your whole business. It's stupid and it's junk food. But um, three balls in Shanghai. You can't argue with that. That was a screaming success. And right now you're one ball away from three balls in Seattle. So, yep. He basically pushes for. Hey, tre- I'm tre- also one ball away from three balls. <laughs> so are many people we know. Fair. Uh, and guess what? I'm three balls away from three balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I left myself out of that because that's yeah. true too. Um, and what was going to say? Oh, Sterling says, "Oh, you can then take over her space. You don't have to do expensive build out, and then you could have like your, you know, right? Okay, three balls in uh, on union um, situation. So he's like, of course, he pushes back. You know, even even Bentley pushes back, but but Sterling's like, this isn't a discussion. And so then, uh, last scene from your chapter was I'm pretty much sure. Like everything you, you described is how business works, don't you think? Like oh, they, yeah. like a, a guy in a suit shows up, he yeah. gets out of a limo. Yeah. They go, they go to the big meeting, and then they decide <laughs> like who they're going to crush today. Well, right, and that like he had a fly, like in now times, he had to fly in from Reading to say you need to. Basically, yeah. all he said <laughs> right, was huh? you need to, like, uh, you know, not renew her lease. Like that's all that came out of that. Don't mm-hmm. renew the lease. Yeah. It's it was, literally it a, totally t- a it. text. <laughs> but I mean, like to be to be like almost to be semi serious for a moment. Like the the thing I've like I've realized every time I've worked at any kind of large company is that they just waste so much money all the time. That is true. <laughs> it's it's like 
if you it's, I mean, it's like upsetting if you think about it, but also yeah. it's funny. Yeah. I mean, meetings in general. And then and then, of course, in COVID times now, all these companies are learning, like even just having offices. Yeah. Was not necessary. <laughs> was not necessary. And it was a lot of money. So like having offices, having like paying back gas for people, company cars. Yeah. Flying home, people around all the time. Stay home, suckers. Yeah. Use your own internet. Like, think about all the money companies are saving and all the yeah, money. Basically, basically, what we're saying here is is fuck you, workers. Fuck, fuck you. It's it's totally. And and you say I'm serious. Okay. Yeah. Get back to our book, which basically could be called "Fuck You, Workers" is the mm-hmm. subtitle for our book. Uh, okay. Shall I? Was that yeah, good enough? I'm ready. Are we good enough? Are we good enough? That's basically. I've the never other... been more ready for a literary experience. That's the other title for our book. What? Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Uh, chapter 19, Linny. <clears throat> Hold on, I need a sip of my chai. It's like the douchiest thing I've ever said. Did you sip your tea at the same time? I heard a clank. Yeah, I got my secret oh, water. Good job. Which is also uh, uh, another Yellowstone slogan. I would like, that's a good one. I would like us to do sometime when we're really ripping high. <laughs> like okay. Some like SNL type skits where like you do a commercial for secret water. You know, or or oh, we okay. sing the jingle for balls, or we balls, cook, balls, yeah, balls. or we cook something from balls, or we like just do it like a series of videos that can be. I I want to cook something from balls. I'm not going to do a series of videos because I don't know how to shoot videos <laughs> well, and I'm too lazy. To I'm learn, learning that but... right now, so I can be your your Jedi master. Okay. Um, I think it would be kind of funny. It could be a it could be a, a giveaway for for patrons. Oh wait, you were asking before we started, like, how are we going to pad this out to the length of an actual book? You're gonna you're gonna put develop like seventy five recipes, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, divide divide that by seventy five, and you're on. Okay. Um, chapter nineteen, Linny. I read it twice through, and then a third time. Each time, it makes less and less sense. I put the piece of paper down on the bar. I'm being evicted. Well, technically, our lease is not being renewed, which makes no sense because I'm holding... Well, it makes no sense because who's on a commercial month-to-month lease, but that's beside the point. <laughs> right. Which makes no sense because I'm holding in my other hand a letter I just wrote with the rent increase money, which we came up with on time from the stellar sales and donations this week. So, logic problem. If I have the rent increase money in my right hand, how can this be happening in my left hand? <laughs> I it, sound, it sounds to me like Linny is objecting to the chapter that I wrote, not uh-huh. more, more so than like the things that happened in the chapter. <laughs> and that also seems fair. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's just like, okay. okay, i doing what you told me to do. Why are you kicking me out now? Yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, Logic problem. If I have the rent increase money in my right hand, how can this be happening in my left hand? I read the letter a fourth time, this time trying to find some, any explanation for why Trev would be doing this. Could he be this mad over the ball stunt next door? I mean, sure, it was a little mean-spirited, but we had we had a love-hate cat-and-mouse thing going on, didn't we? And it was also extremely awesome, and, and, you know, he, he should respect he that. Does. He got great PR out of it, turns out. Uh, but we had a love-hate cat-and-mouse thing going on, didn't we? An eviction wasn't in the script. It's not even in the playbook. I mean, this is not how romance books are written. Wait, did she yeah. say that? <laughs> okay. kind of meta. <laughs> no? Take it out? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay. okay with it. But wait, maybe he's bluffing. He has my king up against the wall. The pieces are moving in, but it's not checkmate. Anyone who's... What's, what's her king exactly? <laughs> uh, wouldn't you like to know? Um, 
I'm I'm watching a, a Queen's Gambit. If uh, everyone else is probably watching it, I've heard as it's well. good. I so I that's where it. the chess references are coming in right now. Uh, he's my king up against the wall. And the pieces are moving in, but it's not checkmate. Not yet. I still have a move to make, possibly two. I pick up the phone. <laughs> Hell no, we won't go! Shout Sam into the megaphone, and the crowd echoes the chant. Nice. There are about a hundred people marching back and forth on Union Street, blocking the entrance to both balls. The press, the press, <laughs> as expected. Is that is that the the vast deference? <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> okay. the, the press picked up. The, I don't exactly remember how everything's hooked up, but well, I mean, like just that. blow out the pipes. That's what you said. You just blow out the pipes. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got it. You just stick that in the vast deference, and you press the on. All right. Yikes. The press picked up the story. The people came out. The unions are here. The socialists are here. CD Agro, the Central District Anti-Gentrification Group for Resistance and Occupation is here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much the only thing I've contributed <laughs> to this project is coming up with an acronym. <laughs> My dearest OVA customers are here. The headlines this morning read. Reading cap headlines. What headlines? Yeah, I like that. there are there are headlines about about yeah, some like exactly. minor minor real <laughs> hey, estate dispute. Hey, dude, it's our world. We read yeah. it. Reading Capital Management Group pushes out OVA. Stated the Seattle Review. <laughs> <laughs> of course, OVA gets squeezed by balls. Quipped the city paper. Late stage capitalism on full display in the central district. Raged the lo- <laughs> local socialist drag. <laughs> I'm standing outside OVA handing out water to protesters and passing out leaflets. A large banner hangs over OVA that says, Protect Our Neighborhood. On the corner, a small anti-protest has formed, spearheaded by Brian Iceberg, owner of Buffett Out Brothers, a chain of high-end car wash and detail shops. Mm. His MO in getting where he is in the world, first, start with daddy's money. Next, buy up properties in transitional neighborhoods, especially small places where the owners are immigrants or POC. Next, take over management of existing leases, raise rents until it breaks the owner's backs. In fact, his first shop takeover was a black-owned car wash that had been in our historically black neighborhood for 30 years. Finally, for the holdouts, smear their name in the public and then bully them. Case in point, Iceberg told the tenant that they had to take down their political posters because there was a rule that you couldn't put leaflets leaflets up on rented commercial property. Mm. He only enforced this rule, of course, that the posters were for politicians he didn't endorse. He wouldn't drop it even when the tenant put the posters inside their business taped to the uh, window. Next, there would be aggressive escalations, spot checks under ridiculous pretense, delays on updates and fixes. He should work for Reading Capital Management. Don't you think? Eventually, most tenants would leave from the stress of it all. And then for some very special tenants, he'd sue them as a parting gift. This guy, complete snake. And he was hissing into a megaphone aimed at Ova. Brian Iceberg. But like, okay, so like, like would the protesters consider Linny a good guy here, though? Which protesters? The anti-protesters oh, the, or the, the Ova protesters? The, like, why doesn't CD Agro consider Linny a gentrifier? Ah, great question. Um, technically, one could say she she could be, but she is a uh, uh, probably not written into the book, but assumed to be working with the neighborhood. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess hiring like locally, not right? having police surveil. Uh, you know, basically. Um, kind of in that transitional sort of gentrifier, but not in the kind of big G gentrifier. Sure. <clears throat> Brian Iceberg didn't just love predatory capitalism. He also loved balls. But he was <laughs> but he was one fan Trev didn't really want to have on his team. 
Trev told me, in fact, over Pillow Talk one night that this guy's tactics gave him the creeps, and he gave businessmen like him a bad name. Iceberg had a Iceberg had a pathetic band of balding white bros holding posters behind him that not, that nonsensically said "Clean up our streets" and "Bros for balls" and pay, and <laughs> "Pay up or pack out." A few on our side were screaming back at them: "Gentrifiers, corporate scum!" I cross the street and head towards a reporter who wants to interview me about the protest. Five steps from her, I see Trev make a beeline towards me. He looks worried, mm. sad. My instinct is to go to, go over to him, ask him what's wrong, but then I remember. I dodge and weave, feeling the heat build up in my chest, feeling my neck flush and my face turn red. My body is betraying me, exposing a hot swirl of angry lust and a strange, twisted tenderness. This is this is good. Like I, I don't have anything like funny to say, but but I feel I feel like you've you've like really like put them into a context where like I finally like f- like kind of like feel the pull between them and feel like Trev isn't isn't such a bad guy. Good, good. that's yeah. awesome. I because I, I made someone way worse than him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Who's like os- yeah. ostensibly on his side, but yet completely not. Right. Linny, he grabs my arm. Hey, can I talk to you a second? What? I could barely hear him with all the shouting and chanting and megaphoning. Away from the craziness, he shouts at me. Nope, I yell back, recovering Mm -hmm. my equilibrium. Too late for talk. I pull my arm away from him and begin to walk towards the reporter. And then Iceberg cuts off my path, megaphone in hand. (gasps) Trev. Oh, wow, this is exactly what happened in Titanic. (laughs) Really? I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, an iceberg cut off its path. Oh my god! I was thinking, of course, a person. That's hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Billy Zane was the iceberg. That was such a dumb joke, but really funny too. Okay, thanks. Uh, and then iceberg cuts off my path with a megaphone in its hand. Um, we were just talking about. I think we're going to watch Titanic sometime soon, and like, I really enjoyed it when it came out, but it's also very long, and my attention span is much shorter, and so I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. What do you think? I think I got bored by the end of that question. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to say I don't remember the beginning of the question and let's move on. All right, fair. Is Titanic a good movie or not? (laughs) That's the question. Uh, It was wildly loved. Does that... What do you think of it? I think it was parts I felt like I was you know like choked up and was moved by the music and mm-hmm. then I felt somewhat manipulated by that and then very much in general so, yeah. I felt like it was okay but also sort of forgettable so would I watch it okay. again no I would not all right it, yeah it's extremely yeah, long it, and for that reason especially now I don't remember it was extremely long I also have a really bad habit of falling asleep in movie theaters so oh I think that's a great habit it? I don't know. Yeah, like unless you're snoring, no, you're not, not bothering snoring, anyone. But I missed the movie. I mean, I paid all that money, and then there's like Reese's peanut. Uh, Reese's. What are those called? <laughs> yes. What are those called? Not the peanut butter cups, yeah, re- but the Reese's pieces. Re- Reese's pieces on my lap and popcorn and on my face, and I'm asleep. It's not. Mm-hmm. And you didn't buy either of yes, those I things. I did. <laughs> what do you mean? Who's buying them for me? <laughs> oh no, I, I I just meant like like some somehow you always find find yourself oh, with a oh. lap full of Reese's pieces at the movies. Someone put them on me. <laughs> like you you wake up you wake up from an unintended nap. You've got popcorn on your face. You've got Reese's pieces all over your lap. It's a crime scene. <laughs> There's like an outline of me made in Reese's pieces, <laughs> <laughs> and I like awkwardly get up and be like, "What?" <laughs> and 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 that's why you realize you're a ghost. So where was I? Oh, uh, 
and then okay, iceberg so back, back cuts off my path. That's, that's how we got to Titanic. What did you say? Back to the simmering political yes. tensions. And then iceberg cuts off my path, megaphone in hand. Trev, man, this is nuts. Let us know how the chamber can help you, okay? Oh, no. Linny glares iceberg. Iceberg. I glare back. Iceberg is a complete moron, but unfortunately a powerful moron with very rich friends in bed with politicians. He used to be on the leadership team at the Chamber of Commerce, but was put out to pasture for his aggressive and predatory style of quote-unquote business and his tendency to stir up shit. He then started a protest pro-business group called the Commerce of Chamber so that he could keep <laughs> so that he could keep speaking about his role in the chamber even though he was no longer in it. Oh, yeah. The thing he failed to understand was that you, you, you can be a gentrifying bigot, but you need to use different words to mix and mingle with neoliberals and the general public. You can mm. lie to yourself that you're not racist if you say you're for quote-unquote clean streets and quote safe suburbs. The chamber still wants you if you slam leftists for being divisive and anti-business, but things start to change if you start ripping down signs, screaming into megaphones at mom-and-pop shops, suing everyone, and blatantly steamrolling small businesses. Well, sir, now you've crossed over into different territory. Now you can be president. <laughs> yeah. Iceberg, the day I need the chamber's help on things is the day things have gotten really desperate for me. Trev made air quotes around chamber, and in that moment, I completely forgot my anger and felt my heart and felt my heart swell with pride for his sick burn. Well, and and I like how you know Trev, Trev like thinks of himself as way bigger than this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He like, is that's, actually that's part of what's going like, this on. This guy's got like, four, like, you know, four places, high end like detail places, right? Like you you think you understand business, yeah. but like. You know, I'm I'm like the real businessman. Yeah, yeah here. I'm Starbucks, and you know, you're some neoliberal douche. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm Starbucks, and and you're some small local coffee chain that Becky's about to mention by name. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I didn't have one oh. in mind. I just I was just thinking like, okay, well, if, if Trev is Starbucks, <laughs> then like which which uh, local chain with four locations are we about Let, to? Slam? No, I will not do that. <laughs> Um, let's see. Tra, da, da, da. Uptown espresso. Yeah. No, your velvet foam is it bullshit. Is bullshit. No, it's, it's great. Trev made air quotes around chamber, and in that moment, I completely forgot my anger and felt my heart swell with pride for his sick burn. Excuse me, Brian. I need to. Hey, Linny. Trev touches my back again lightly. I want to turn, and I want to turn into him and bury my face into his chest and call a truce. Want to turn into him? Oh yeah, like in a, like in a metamorphosis Weird. sort of way. <laughs> I, want to, I want to turn into him and fuck myself. <laughs> How would I say that? I want to turn. No, oh, no, right. I, I knew what you meant. It was, it was fine. I was just, I was just picking okay. on it. Uh, I want to turn into him. Maybe turn to him. Um, yeah, that sounds better. I want to turn to him and bury my face into his chest. Yeah, and call a truce. Just a quick word, he says quietly, his voice caring and firm. You had your words, I say to him also quietly, away from Cynthia and Iceberg. They were written on the cancellation of our lease document, and that's what I'm about to talk to Cynthia about right now. Mm-hmm. Linny, please, trust me, it's it's not me, it's all my dad. I had very little say in the matter. Yeah, nice try. And that's when the softness in me hardens. It's a familiar yeah. feeling, the whoosh of my heart closing up, the drawbridge, drawbridge rising as the longing longing for him clamps <laughs> down. Yes. Oh, I like the drawbridge. (laughs) The drawbridge rising as the longing for him clamps down. 
the portcullis comes down. <laughs> the uh, the archers are standing by at the arrow slits. The trebuchet <laughs> cranks backwards. <laughs> Heating up the, the pot of boiling oil. I bury the love like so much useless treasure, pushing it away, pushing him away. He was always going to hurt me, like everyone else before him. He's no different. Yesterday, I made some uh, Szechuanese chili oil, like a pretty big quantity. And so I had like two cups of, of vegetable oil, like heating up and then poured it over some uh, some chili yeah. flakes. So I was like, I poured this hot oil and it like sizzles yeah. and bubbles up. So satisfying. Like the whole time I was thinking like, this is what it would feel like if like, you know, I I lived in the castle and these were and these were like my enemies. I don't know. It seems like a, a way I'd like to die. Like in chili, yeah. like pickled in, in chili oil. chili yeah. oil. Yes. Oh, that sounds I don't great. Go that way. Uh, he was always going to hurt me like everyone else before him. He's no different. Weak. Daddy's little weak-willed boy. Pathetic. I nearly spit the word out. Mm-hmm. Put my back to him and turn to Cynthia. I'm ready. Let's do this. <sighs> ice cold. End of chapter. But not iceberg. No, that's, that's different. different. Wow. <laughs> wow. I... I, as usual, like I haven't looked at the outline, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, but this is rough. <laughs> like I, I, now I want them to be together, but I don't see how they could well, be. We're going to, we're going to have a meeting this week. We're going to schedule that. Yeah, But also we have an outline that says how they have, what happens next and how they get together. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've decided we were going to be done. But, but, but for the yes. listeners, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of tension, conflict and uncertainty at this point, And you should be on the edge Absolutely. of your seats or asleep in a movie theater, <laughs> like basted with like popcorn, fake popcorn pizza. butter, like and be- Reese's Pieces like yep. Becky is. Um, but I uh, wanted to say that I sent out the care package uh, to one of our listeners who was in our Yay. You know, 10, 10 group from 20 to 30 on our, our patrons. Um, and we sent out, um, I'll just say, we sent out our favorite um, um, romance novel we've ever read the excerpt from, which is Wrong by Jana Aston. Yes, it's so wrong. We sent out uh, swag from the original Beaver Clips, which is uh, from Squirrel Chops Cafe. Uh, we sent out a, a bag of coffee from them and a, a, a nice mug from them. And um, we are now in the next round of, uh, we're going to pick the next from 30 to 40. And we're at 35, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. uh, five more patrons will throw your name in a hat for 10 total. And we will send out another care package, probably with similar stuff. In yeah, it. maybe I'm different. Excited. We're not sure. I'll help this time. Awesome. Um, where can they find us on Patreon? Oh, uh, patreon.com slash L-I-T-B-C. Join, join the movement. No, that, I don't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> just like give us a couple bucks and, uh, and we'll give you some bonus episodes uh, and, uh, and a chance to win uh, a care package. Uh, you can also find us uh, facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which this week stands for Look Inside This uh, um, Bro Chamber. Bro Chamber. Which we've said before, I bro, feel like, but... Bro Conflict. Because there, there was a bro conflict. Bro, there was a bro conflict. Bro, bro conflict. Bro conflagration. <laughs> um, and uh, anything else? Um, Instagram? Are we on Instagram? Or is that we're, some, we're not okay. on Instagram. <laughs> are we on TikTok? Uh, we're not on TikTok. Are we on Discord? I don't even know what that is. Are we, are we on uh, uh, Fragma? Wait, are you just making shit up now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, is the both the last two were made up? A Discord is real. Fragma okay. is made up. <laughs> <laughs> Fragma. <laughs> it sounds like magma. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
that's funny. You could have gotten me going for a little while there. I'd be like, God, I'm, I'm, I, I need to get caught up. Yeah, you got it. You got to get on Fragma. Um, let's see. Was there anything else I'm going to tell you? Oh, um, I think um, listener uh, Emily is writing some more fanfic for more future bonus episodes. Yeah. She sent some sort of teaser. Of yes, I did see that. Yes, yeah, she sent a teaser. So she's she's at, busy at work. Um, so we're excited to do more of hers on our bonus episode. Yeah. So lots of bonus episodes coming at you. Come be a patron. Help us out. All right. Uh, see you next time. See you next time. Is is the um no offense, but if I had to turn you down, is there a different mo- thing for that? Uh, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if you just turn me down.